Holy shit. Episode 50. Bring us in, Phil. It's a milestone, my friend. I know. And it's only taken us two years to get to 50. (laughs) (laughs) Now I can't even do it. I know, right? Um, Rick, can you fucking believe it? Oh, Rick. Oh, nice. Going old school on us. Exactly. All right. Well, okay. Episode 50. Uh, Can't believe we've done 50 of these fuckers. (laughs) <laughs> I can't believe we've only done uh, I know right <laughs> We should have been like at 200 by now I know people know but, like Hey it's been two months They should be getting around to hey, Well years. you know we've, we've had some issues We've had moving We've had um, you know some Holidays Holidays With a Z Yes With a Z <laughs> We've had ponytail <laughs> issues uh, Ponytail issues <laughs> Yeah what, did they get caught in the treadmill or yeah, something? Yeah, exactly. Ah! When I was working out. Oh, yeah. Okay, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so, episode 50. Let's do it. What do you got? I don't know. Hey, man, I'm excited. <laughs> hey, man, I'm excited too. Whoa. Really excited. Yeah, well, we're going to move the table closer. <laughs> Apparently. Um, well, we both saw Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol. So we can probably talk about that. Eh? Yeah, let's do it. Eh? Eh. Okay. Eh, let's do it, eh? <laughs> Beauty. Yeah. All right. So, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Of course, they couldn't just call it four. <laughs> well, it, technically, it was MI4 exactly. Ghost Protocol. No, no. It's Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. There's no four in there? There's no four. I think you're wrong, sir. But okay. Whatever. (laughs) I don't care what you think. (laughs) We have disagreed before, and I'm sure we'll disagree again. (laughs) In about two minutes. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So. Oh, boy. (laughs) So Um, what'd you think there, Phil? Well, so essentially, this is a Mission Impossible movie. (laughs) Essentially, yes, it is. it, It stars Tom Cruise. And uh, that guy from that movie that time, Jeremy Renner, um, and... Simon Pegg. Oh, yeah, Simon Pegg. And that... <laughs> what, what is it you're looking at like you're, you're just, you don't care? I'm trying to think. The chick was a nobody. Yeah, the girl was sort of forgettable. And like, other than that, there's not really any... Who's the, I mean, the villain, I don't remember anybody. Anyway. Yeah, not very memorable. But so, uh, Tom Cruise does Mission Impossible things uh, in lots of photogenic uh, worldwide locales. That's pretty Jumps much... Jumps off buildings exactly. and whatnot. Uh, uh, <laughs> it is directed by Brad Bird, he of Finding Nemo. Yeah, his first, uh, his first uh, live-action yeah, movie. Yeah, he, he did a pretty good job, I'll say that. I, I think he did. Um, I would say... That you know, I'll be I'll be in the minority. It doesn't match the first one. Oh my I'm god! Always, I, I, I love the first one. Um, Great logic. Hey, shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I just love pushing your you buttons know, when there, it comes there's down. There's a certain thing here. It's like it's like uh, I like the I love the first one. Second one's a piece of duke. Even though I love John Woo, that movie is a piece of shit. Um, and the third one can go fuck itself. And wow. the fourth one is pretty good. Um, you know, it's it's not a great movie. It's a, There's not a hell of a lot of plot, really. 
It's just like set piece and set piece and set piece and we're done. Well, sure, but that's, I mean, that's almost any action movie. Yeah, not really. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Normally you should have something in between the set pieces that makes the set pieces make sense. Oh, and the first one did. Yes. Okay. All right. I will say this. Now, it's my turn. I will say that I think that this one was the one I enjoyed the most out of all of them. And I've seen them. I've seen one through four. Yeah. And I actually like this one the best. So, you know, sorry, De Palma, if you're listening, but... Because <laughs> Brian you know, De Palma listens to Oh, I'm sure he does. You know, he, he sent me He's a... like, hey, somebody mentioned my name. He sent me a Twitter the other day. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, honestly, this one was the one that I actually really enjoyed the most. Because it seemed like more of a a real... Like, it was kind of a summer action movie that didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, well... I don't think any of the Mission Impossibles have taken themselves too seriously, except for the second one. No, I think that they all took themselves way too seriously. No way. Yes, way. No way. Yes, way. No way. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, I like this one the best out of all of them, to be honest with you. Good for you. I'm sure a lot of people will. (laughs) Good for you. Phil, could you be a little more condescending? (laughs) Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I mean, some of it was good. I will have to say that I saw this movie on like a really large screen. Right. If you're in Denver at the Continental. Sure. And um, I literally closed my eyes for 15 minutes. Can you guess what scene? The one where he's hanging off the building? Yes. Yep. I, I knew it. I literally could not. I, 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 you I know could what? not watch it. I, I knew when I was watching this. And this is the weird thing is like, oh God, we've watched way too many movies together, but I knew I was like, Phil can't take this. I guarantee you Phil will not be able to do this. Nope. I just, you know, I, I started out well, he got out on the building and I was like, uh, nope. Yeah. Yeah. My, I, my heart starts <laughs> to pound. I'm like getting all jittery. I'm like, I can't watch it. Yeah. No, I knew it. You know what? Like I said, I knew it and I wasn't even watching it with you. I was yeah. watching it with someone else, and I was like, yeah, Phil's not going to be able to take this. <laughs> but you know what, though? I watched it on a, just a regular screen or whatever, uh-huh. it, but it's still pretty big, yeah. you know, and I was still sort of going, whoa. Like, I'm not really scared of heights, <laughs> yeah. but I was just like, whoa. <laughs> and um, I know all those top-down shots on the yeah. surge Dubai. I'm like, oh, God. Well, I will say this, though. Brad Bird... Uh, being that what he's the only things he's directed have been animation. Yeah, this was actually like really good yeah. as a you know the first time directing yeah. you know real life people or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I will say that I thought the ending was a bit stupid on the weird like up and down car automated car park in in Mumbai. Yeah, I I, I was just like this is. This is going on a long time. Yeah, well, you know what? I I will say that I have not seen a Mission Impossible movie that I thought was, like, good from start to finish. The first one. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> we're we're going to disagree about this forever. But I'm sorry. It's just the French chick. I don't know why. Oh, come Emmanuel on. Bayer, and it's like, dumb. One thing I will say, though, with this, the fourth Mission Impossible, is that the girl was completely disposable. It's like nobody will ever remember her no. for any I, reason. I have no idea. I was like... Was that the girl from Avatar? I don't know. Who yeah, the fuck but, is this chick? Yeah, I know. And it wasn't her. But, I know. You know. I know. Colombiana or whatever. But, <laughs> right. No. Um, she, she Zoe was, Saldana. She was name. reminiscent of her, but yes, she, she was, was not her. Yes. It's but like, it, oh, we couldn't get her. Well, let's get this chick. She kind of looked like her. It's like Zoe Saldana mixed with Rosario Dawson. And exactly. You get, you get this lady, whoever the hell she is. Yeah. No, I, I do. I, <laughs> I completely agree with you I, on I, that one. You know, to go back, there's just nothing in it. Like, the first one had that, like, so tense scene there at the end that was just, like, perfection for me when John Voigt reveals himself and uh, in the train car or whatever. And... Uh, Emmanuel Bayer, you know, tries to get him to stop, and he's freaking out, and he shoots her, and it's just like, oh, Jesus, that's the best thing ever. You know what the best thing ever about the first one was? Emilio Estevez. No, it's an uncredited (laughs) two-minute part. No, I'm just kidding, but, I mean, really, like... The first one is the, is, 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 like... It felt more like Mission Impossible. It was kind of classy. It was kind of yeah. international. It still felt a little bit Cold War like Mission Impossible. The rest ones have gotten a bit too like international mambo jumbo bullshit. Well, what are you going to do though? I mean, you, there's no Cold War anymore. I know. So I mean, <laughs> I, I sorry, know, Phil. There's just no. There, uh, Come on, Khrushchev. Step one, it up. Think about it. The first one was directed by Brian De Palma, written by Bob Town. It had Vanessa Redgrave in it. I mean, it was well, yeah, like but all guns blazing on talent. Well, sure, but I mean, you can put as many people as you want to into it. It's that still a good movie. Oh, jeez, I've been <laughs> shut down. <laughs> We're like Airplane Two. I just closed the door on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're on the space shuttle now. Uh, <laughs> Moon Base One. All right, anyway, fine. So anyway. I think Mission Impossible 4, Ghost Protocol, 19, I don't know. It was pretty good. I didn't like the weird backstory they gave Jeremy Renner, especially because in the end it, it didn't amount to anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really didn't amount to much. But, I mean, honestly, I, I think that, again, and I, I said this before, it was the one that I enjoyed the most yeah. out of all, of all of them. It was certainly enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, it was good. I liked it. And, you know, Tom Cruise, I mean, this guy's a movie star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will say, in the third one, it was like at the height of his craziness. Sure. And like, I went to see it, and maybe I should watch it again, because I like had a chip on my shoulder about him. I was like, ooh, I'd really like it if he died right here. <laughs> you know, and like this time, you know, we're, we're all kind of over our hatred of Tom Cruise, and we've just kind of moved on. Right. The Scientology portion <laughs> of his life and and into like I'm still a movie star. Well I mean, I think he's still a movie star. I think he proved it in this movie, yeah. Yeah. So and he did his own stunts. And from he, what I heard. He's a crazy fucker. Yeah, well, hey. Okay, you want me on the outside of the bridge to buy? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. You know, whatever. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> that 
You know what? I give him props for that. Exactly. All right. So, moving on. What do we got next? Uh, I watched Sucker Punch. You want to talk about Sucker Punch? Let's talk about Sucker Punch. I will say that, um, okay, so we'll give you the basic. This, this is the story of a girl who accidentally kills her sister, and her stepfather puts her in an insane asylum to get a lobotomy so that she can't tell anybody that he was about to rape her. And then um, this girl has this series of fantasies right before she's about to get lobotomized. Makes sense. Yes. And it's directed by, what's his name? Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. And, uh, or over-directed. <laughs> over-directed. Um, are you sure, Phil? I, I might be. And, um, I felt really bad for Scott Glenn because he's better than that. And <laughs> this had to be one of the most disjointed, makes no fucking sense movie I've ever seen. Yep. You know, I, 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 um, I have to say, I, I, I had a couple people online who were like, you know, like, oh, wow, it's such a depiction of mental illness. I'm like, um, what? Uh, excuse me, but she's not mentally ill. She's being coerced into being lobotomized because the father doesn't want to get caught. She's not like schizophrenic or anything. Did, you actually had people say that, that yeah, yeah, this yeah. made the, the, like this mental like illness makes best, sense. Best thing ever. And I, I literally watched it going, this may be one of the dumbest pieces of cin you know, cinematic wow. crap I've ever seen. Well, I will say that it was well made. It, the, the, the visuals were really good, mm -hmm. but it made no sense whatsoever. Yes. None. And if somebody said to you that this is like what mental illness looks like, they might be right, actually, <laughs> because it made no sense. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I'm getting a little worried for Zack Snyder. I mean, the guy hasn't had a hit since Dawn of the... Well, since 300, but he hasn't made a good movie since Dawn of the Dead. Well, but see, the thing is, though, is that um, Zack Snyder made that movie. It was written by his wife. And him, yeah. So they kind of went, well, we can just basically do whatever we want to because we had some hits. And Watchmen had, was debatably no, it was, a hit. No, it was a gigantic flop. Well, I mean... It was a gigantic was, flop. Okay, fine. It made, I'm, I'm sorry, it made like 30 or 40 million bucks. And it was like a $150 million movie. Okay, fine. Well, but he he's still, for whatever reason, respected as a guy who can make a good movie, I, action movie at I, least. I'll go out on a limb and say if if if, if Superman flops, that he's guy's, done. He's cooked. Oh yeah, I mean, no, if Superman be like flops, four he, flops in a row for the guy. Yeah, no, if 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 Superman doesn't do well, he's done. I will say that, but and I'm worried I, about it because that suit looks weird. Henry Cavill looks weird in the suit. I, I'm sorry. It, it's just, uh, all, so far, I'm really worried about that Superman. Well, I, I'll say this. Um, Zack Snyder, he has a very good eye for what looks good, but he doesn't really know how to make a, a real movie out of things. No. You know well, what I mean? Well, I think he does. Like, if you go back and you want, ah, but here's the problem. Is that is that most of the things that he's done that have been good, uh, like well, the two things he's done that, that may, maybe somebody could consider good, are um, Dawn of the Dead, which I actually really enjoy, 
but it's based on somebody else's work. Sure. And um, it borrows a lot from that work. And so he had a lot of help. Um, 300, come on, guys. That's like uh, 300 and Watchmen are largely shot for shot from the comic book. Sure. Like, a lot of that isn't Zack Snyder. Yeah. And then after that, you, you go down the tubes. Like, who's even going to watch the fucking well, Owl movie? Well, what's the only original movie he's made? Soccer, Soccer Punch. Punch. And, and it was, it a, was more or less awful. Turd. Yeah. I mean, it looked good, but there's... It, yeah, you know, it, it, uh, I'm sorry. I, I love a good visual, but it, it's not hard to create a good visual when it's entirely... Uh, CG. Sure. You know and, what I mean? See, uh, when yeah. Ridley Scott can sit two people in a room and have it be a great visual moment. This guy takes $3 million to make a shot. Sure. Well, and what I'm getting at is that it, you know, it'll look good, mm -hmm. but there's got to be a little bit of something behind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that... Uh, it feels like the guy may be getting to the point where he's a little too full of himself. I think so. I think you're exactly right. Because, um, again, you know, uh, Sucker Punch was, it was written by him and his wife. Mm -hmm. And you sort of, like, watched it going, um, okay, I guess <laughs> that makes sense yeah. in this particular little world. <laughs> like, really. Yeah. Like, you go... Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah. it was sort of like the weirdest, like sort of, um, inception type of thing where it's like, I guess when you go two levels down, that makes sense <laughs> in a way. I guess. I don't know. It's just, meh. But you know, I, did I mean, not enjoy this movie. Well, you know, the thing is funny. It's like. I watched this movie not too long ago, mm -hmm. and I and I, I thought you know, <laughs> this is like the weirdest mashup of like everything you could think of, yeah. like gas mask Nazis mm -hmm. versus dragons, and um, you know like the 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 giant samurai dude. Yeah, it's like the, what is this? Go what is going on right now? Yeah, really, like what. All in the split second before the ice pick gets her brain. You yeah, know? I know. It's weird. It's like, what? I mean, I can take only so much, really. <laughs> you know? And I gotta say, I hate that whatever his name is. Oscar, Isaac. I don't know what the hell his name is. I, I, I've i seen him in a couple other pictures, and and he is not great. He's a villain in Sucker Punch. The orderly who takes, oh, takes yeah. the money and then is the club runner in the right, yeah. world within a world or whatever. Yeah. No, you know, I just, I think that was indulgence. It was serious. It was $70 million of indulgence. Yeah. Oh, months. yeah. So, anyway. Sucker Punch, I think, gets thumbs down from the both of us. <laughs> That's for damn true. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we've, what, have, what do you have? Sir? Well, I know this may be a little bit uh, uh, behind the times, but I went to see Sherlock Holmes 2. I, I remember you telling Game me. of Shadows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. And, and you know, you know I, I, I enjoyed but had problems with the first, so I, I, I didn't really bother seeing it. You didn't, you didn't see it? Well, I will say this. 
It's more or less the exact same movie. <laughs> I mean, really. It's um, and and that's not a uh, that's not a like a bad thing for this movie, right? But it's it's really like the same movie. Well, yeah. And I I know you don't probably agree with me so much, but. I like Guy Ritchie's style when it comes to, like, this real, like, stylized, you know, super slow motion, and then speeds up and then slows down, and all this stuff. I actually kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. But. That little fart noise. Was yeah, that was Phil making fun of me. About how I feel about that stylistic thing. Zack Snyder does the same thing. I find it boring. I think that actually think Guy Ritchie slowly. does it a little bit. I'll, I'll give you that. He's a little better at it. A little. He makes it more interesting than Zack Snyder. But um, it gets tiresome after a sure, while. Sure. I, I don't disagree with you on that. I really don't. But I will say that, you know, he, he can do it well. Mm-hmm. And... Um, when, and it wasn't the whole movie. It's not like the whole movie know, was in slow motion. <laughs> well, but, if it's anything like the first one, about a quarter of it was that. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Go back and forth between slow-mo and straight mo and blah, sure. blah, blah. But you know what? That, um, <clears throat> it was... <clears throat> Jesus, I'm God choking. Bless you, I'm choking here. We <laughs> you got to get out the slow, holy water. Slow here. motion. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Right, and then you can see like the spittle flying off of my face. Yes. Um, well, all of a sudden we're in outbreak. <laughs> oh God, let's not do that. I don't want to you see know, that, Dustin Hoffman that, walking in here. That movie was on the other day, and I caught about twenty minutes of it. Oh, that's an awful that's movie. A terrible movie. Oh, oh my God, God, it's just awful. So many great people attached to that movie, and it is so bad. It's just. Um, but I gotta tell you, the the, the worst part of that movie, yes. the biggest mistake they made. Sure. You know what it is? Casting Dustin. Hoffman. Oh God, Dustin Hoffman. He's so bad. Why do you even put him in that movie? He's so bad. <laughs> well, and the thing is that Dustin Hoffman, I mean, he's a respected actor. He's a good actor. But, but there are things Why do you want to put him in that movie? <laughs> I know. Well, it was like I was, I was, you know, flipping. I disagree with you, sir. Exactly. It's like, oh. Fr- fr- frankly, sir, fuck you. I mean, fuck, fuck you. I'm like. It's no, almost you, like he you was in. have a little more gravitas. It's almost like he was embarrassed to say that line. Pretty much. Okay. So, anyway, going back to Sherlock Holmes' tool. Let's rewind. Um, But, um, I mean, it really was basically the same movie as the first one. And, you know, they tried to play around with it just a little bit. Right. Um, Because, you know, in that scene in the first one where um, Sherlock Holmes was like, planning out how he's going to beat the guy in the fight. Right. And he was like, oh, now I'll block his punch and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, he did, they did the same exact scene almost in the second one, but then it was a big twist when um, he didn't have to do it. Right. I mean, spoiler alert. Oh. But um, he went through the whole thing, and it was very stylized, and, and, you know, it looked pretty cool and everything. But then, ooh, shocker. He didn't have to do the whole fight because something interfered with it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. 
Like, I, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. And I think that Jude Law was great in it. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law have good chemistry together. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it was enjoyable. But I'm not going to say that I'm, you know, it's going to be nominated for Best Picture or something. <laughs> it probably but it, won't. It, I mean, but it was enjoyable. I yeah. mean, I had a good time watching it. Uh-huh. And I came out of it going, hey, that's a cool movie, yeah. you know? And really, for a summer movie, you know, like an action movie or a, you know, whatever, it's, it's you could do worse, yeah. for sure. I'm sure you could. I and, don't know. We'll see. I, I'll, I'll, <laughs> we'll see. I'll, Let's see I'll, what I'll we can do worse with. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll give you my review when, whenever I get around to seeing it. Oh, I'm sure you'll hate it, Phil, because you're just a big, fat <laughs> snob. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's honestly. okay. <laughs> no, really, I like, I'm sorry, but I like my movies to have at least something going on upstairs. You know, oh, sure. well, if they don't, admit you don't. Well, no, you but. Know, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I like, do know what you mean. I mean, I, there's always that dichotomy where, where I'll. Love, you know, the House of Yes or something. Something that's totally cerebral as a comedy. But then you throw the naked gun at me and I'm like, I get it. I'm there. Yeah. Well, it's no, the funniest I mean, shit ever, you know? Well, well I mean, the, what, the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, it really actually was, it wasn't necessarily the best movie I've seen all year or something like that. But it was, you know, it was fun to watch. It yeah. was a ride, you know? Yeah. It was like a, it was like a summer action ride. <laughs> and I will say this, the, um, the scene, uh, in the forest when Sherlock Holmes and Jude Law are getting chased through the forest and they're uh -huh. shooting at him, that was actually really, really cool. Huh. Isn't Numi Rapace also in that scene? Who? <laughs> <laughs> the chick. The oh, the girl. Yeah. Yeah, she that didn't girl. show us her boobs, no. so I don't care. Oh, so I ain't gonna remember her. I don't give a fuck. Um, Ooh, now geez. that was that was. Let me uh, <coughs> try and recall. I think you said there was something wrong with Professor Moriarty when you. I remember you telling me you didn't think they. He, he was not at all memorable. Really, at all. And the thing was, was it a, was it a casting issue or just like the character in the movie issue? Both. Okay. Because in the in the movie, basically the character of Moriarty, I mean, you're supposed to you're led to believe that he is like the worst criminal that's ever roamed the earth, right? Uh -huh. But in the movie, you kind of go, well, I don't really think that he's that bad of a. I mean, it's like <laughs> he is a bad guy. Like he he does bad things and all this stuff. But you're kind of like really unimpressed. Yeah. And also, are you yawning, Phil? I might be. Okay. I might be. And but then the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Disembodio. <laughs> but so also, the casting is really bad because. He is not a memorable guy right. just watching it. Uh -huh. It's almost like you, you could just skip over that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, this is supposed to be Moriarty, who's like the worst villain of all time or whatever. And you're kind of going, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> you know? I know. Where's Frank Langella when they, you need him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like somebody Frank real Frank Langella? 
<laughs> I'm Professor Moriarty. <laughs> Frank Langella. Come on! Guy's like the best villain ever. <laughs> See the ninth gate and tell me that that guy's not the best villain ever. Okay, so we got to we got, we got close uh, Sherlock Holmes 2 down. All right. But um, well, I think I, we, we actually, I did enjoy it. I really yes. did. And I think that it was, uh, it was, it was well made and it was enjoyable. But I wouldn't say that it was like my favorite movie of the year. So I give it like well, sort of a. What was since the year is over? What was your favorite movie of the year? Hmm, the Smurfs. <laughs> no, hey, that wait, came, that was that last came, year. That came out last year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, you'll have the smoke break to think about it. Uh, I guess so. Um, let me see. What else do I want to talk about? Anything we want to talk about on this list? Let's see. The Iron Lady. The Iron Lady. Which basically should be called Oscar an Oscar bait. bait. Yes. yes. Um, the Oscar bait. With a British accent. <laughs> um, yes. <I> <laughs> I enjoyed this movie. Actually, you know what? I think what we should do as a segment on this particular podcast, yes. we have to do this whole entire segment in a British accent. I can do it. You can do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right? Oh, God. This is going Start. to be quite difficult. Yes, it will be. <laughs> well, especially if you're talking like that. Um, oh, all, <laughs> mister. <laughs> what is this, 1892? Um, it might as well be. Okay. No, come on. We gotta okay. do it. I'll try. Um, right. So the Iron Lady was, uh, stars Meryl Street as... Right, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just see I'm doing the comedy accent. <laughs> as Margaret Thatcher. Right. Former Prime Minister of Great Britain. Um... She is on lady. <laughs> I'm killing you right now. Yeah, yeah, you are. Um, so, <laughs> um, okay. Come on, Phil, focus. <laughs> um, so, okay. Come on, right. focus. Um, so, Meryl Streep. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> I won't speak. Oh, you just did. Oh. <laughs> Meryl Streep doing her best to win another Oscar. Um, yeah. So, uh, essentially, it's a story. Of You're my, not doing the accent, mate. My, I can't. I can't. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, humanity. Um, this podcast going down in flames, mate. <laughs> like Sucker Punch. Um, Margaret Thatcher, uh, growing up, becoming prime minister, raising a family, uh, not being prime minister again, uh, standard biopic, and yes, I'm not doing an accent, I can't do it anymore, I, I just can't, I'm sorry. Um, you don't have to give up that easy, mate. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. Um, Hi. Oi. But it, it's it's one of those movies, uh, kind of like um, The Wrestler, where Meryl Streep is on her game. Sure. And, uh, like, she is, like, eerily channeling Margaret Thatcher. Well, she's probably the best living actress that, <laughs> that I mean, ever really, lived. 
Yeah. No, I mean, at least nowadays. For sure. Um, and I'm not doing an accent either. There, so. Thank God. Or else God, because Phil I is going to lose rolling it. rolling around. Um, <laughs> cradling my head. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, I will say this. The, I, I saw it with ye old Mr. Disembodio. And uh, it, <laughs> it's hard to... With a movie that spans that much time and has that many characters in it, mm-hmm. you know, it was constantly like, who is that? Who is that guy again? Like, well, it's Michael Hazeltine. It's like, oh, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Well, but, but you, know, you know, I it, mean, it's British politics. Most of most of the people in it, you're not well, going to know. Yeah, most people that I mean, most people in America, I mean, even people who are pretty educated about politics and stuff like that, may not know who those people are. Exactly, because they're in the end of things, they were like you know, like minor cabinet members or staff members of Margaret Thatcher and, in like the seventies. Well, the eighties, but yes. <laughs> oh, sorry, but, mate. <laughs> But you know, and it spends a lot of time with um, with uh, Thatcher, like as an old lady, yeah, remembering her days sure. past. You know, the the criticism I've heard of that movie is that um, it tends to, and I haven't seen it, so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just put that out there. But I, I I've heard that it tends to try to take too much time with her personal relationships, like say with her husband or whoever. Well, that's the story. Um, I mean, most of that movie takes place as, as an old woman, she's, she's lost her husband, Dennis, uh, but he, she's showing signs of Alzheimer's or whatever, um, because she thinks he's around and she continues to talk to him and act like he's there. Well, sure. But the, the, the criticism, the criticism that I've heard is not that necessarily. It's that it takes too much time on that. It does. As opposed to like actually what happened when she was right. prime minister. Almost certainly. it goes. I mean, essentially there's, you know, like the, the through line is her as an old lady. Remember, and then the, the kind of the first, the first act is she's remembering um, – when she met Dennis, when she was a kid, and when she got into politics at at, at Oxford, um, and then the second act, they like they go straight from the Falklands to um, like her downfall, yeah, and with like nothing in between. Yeah, I see that, that that's like a, a lot of time. Whole, there's like, like a decade in between. Yeah, yeah. Her relationship with Ronald Reagan is. is is like cut down to like one little dance scene where they just kind of giggle and dance in the spotlight, <laughs> and that's like it. And you're like, well, that was like a part, you know. Like, that was like you, a you big probably, time in you the probably world. You probably could have talked about that for a little bit. I, I don't know. <laughs> you you <laughs> might want to like say something about the fact that there was like the Cold War. Yeah, but no, they, I mean, yeah, it, it spends a it spends a lot of time trying to dissect who she was as a lady rather than what she actually did as a prime minister. Well, but okay, let me ask you this: in your opinion, mm-hmm. uh. Would you rather see what she did as a leader, or would you rather see who she was as a woman, or try to sort of balance them both out? Well, I think they're. I think they could have made a better balance of it. It wasn't than they, than they did. I mean, because literally, you're 
there was very little in between. It was like, this happened, and then five years later, this happened, and then five years later, this happened, and now we're here. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, well, <laughs> what happened in between? Yeah. You know, like, they make a lot of play out of when, you know, her hotel was bombed by the IRA, but they don't really tell you anything about it. Right. They, they, they like just say, this show, is what happened. They just show her sitting in the hotel room, and Dennis is brushing his teeth. And all of a sudden, the place comes down. Yeah. And they don't really show you what happened before, or what happened later, or what it was really about why they were getting bombed. Right. Like, that was that was what, what Disembodio was saying. was like, you know, you, I mean, meaning me, <laughs> might know what's going on because you've read about it and stuff. But me, as just a viewer who doesn't know about this stuff, was like... I was well, what the hell? I yeah. was a little confused. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, the question... The question remains, would you rather see uh, more or less like a, the History Channel version or <laughs> the Lifetime Network version? Um, what do you think? And I'm not, I'm not well, saying that I would, <laughs> I, I would go either way, but I'm yeah. just saying, what would you think? I think if I were making a, a movie about Margaret Thatcher, it would have looked a lot different. More <laughs> of the History Channel version? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think there, w- there was a lot more that would have made interesting cinematic stuff had they gone there. Yeah. I would tend to agree with you. Yeah. Like, I think that uh, the the his, the historical mm-hmm. uh, events and what led up to them and what came out of them, I think would be more interesting. Yeah. Personally. Well, I mean, that's just me, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> really. I mean, yeah. I, I think so, because I think that Mar- Margaret Thatcher is a very interesting person, but from what I've heard... It doesn't sound like this is really the story that you know. It's not you know. It's not going to really help you understand her or what she did or anything anymore. Though. It's going to get. Uh, it's like a you know. A it's going to get version of right. Well, and it's, history. and it's going to get an Oscar. So it maybe it could be Meryl but did see, when she won the Golden Globe. But see, the thing that I have a problem and with... And then she did she did that fucking annoying thing that I hate. What? I honestly hate it. Like, sometimes it seems nice, but she does it a lot when she wins, and it annoys me. What? Where she's like, oh, the other nominees. You know, like, oh, you were so great in that, and you could be, you know, you should be up here, and you were so great in that, and you were so great. I'm like, oh, that's what you know what I would do if just I... Just thank your fucking lawyer and get off the stage. <laughs> it's the Joe Pesci uh, yeah. conundrum. Mm-hmm. Not conundrum, but... Uh, what, what word, what it's word an honor. Yeah, well, it's a... This is a great honor. Thank you very much. Bye. <laughs> it's like, come oh. on. That's the best acceptance speech ever. <laughs> Not, and I gotta took, go pee. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Thank you, Roger but no, Avery. really. He's now in jail. Who? Roger Avery. Really? Hit and run. Or oh. maybe uh, vehicular manslaughter, I think. Something like that. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. Well, Quentin Tarantino, you have lost your former partner. <laughs> no, I just think that, like, everybody that, like, panders to everybody else yeah. when they're accepting a. Uh, an award mm-hmm. it's like you know what you don't have to do that just say thank you very much i appreciate it goodbye yeah that's why i like joe pesci's acceptance speech uh-huh. so much he says it's a great honor thank you very much bye 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, that's the best fucking speech ever. <laughs> yeah. You know? No, I know. It's not like you got to go up there and gush about, oh my God, I, I want to thank my fucking kindergarten teacher and all this stuff. Why? <laughs> yeah. No, all I know right. what you mean. But whatever. No, 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 no. Ah, blah. So I, you know what? I want to go through a couple real quick, like these real goofy movies that I've watched lately. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) there's this movie that I watched called Raising Genius. Mm -hmm. I've never even heard of it. Okay. So this is going to be a one-sided conversation. (laughs) Yes. It's with Justin Long. Yes. Who um, is like this genius kid mm-hmm. that um, is completely and totally socially inept. And he locks himself in the bathroom of his parents' house. Okay. Because, <coughs> excuse me. Because he can't handle the outside world. And his parents know he's a genius. Mm-hmm. And they don't really know how to handle him. Sure. So he's writing on the bathroom walls. And um, he's got all these like formulas and everything else that, you know, that are going to change the world and all this stuff. Sure. And, but yet he cannot get out of the bathroom because he cannot handle people. And it's supposed to be this commentary on how, like, genius is misunderstood or some shit like that. I know, right? It's terrible being misunderstood like that. (laughs) I love how you... (laughs) Kind of uh, intimated that you, sir, were a genius. Hey, I haven't locked Even myself in the bathroom yet. Listeners of our podcast, clearly no different than you. Touche. <laughs> Touche. But no, it's weird I because... Just had to get that in. Yeah, I know. You gotta always get that German. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. getting you today, Phil, man. Ah. Come on. Anyway... It was like, I mean, I get the point of the movie yeah. where it was like, you know, um, some guy that's like a genius but doesn't really know how to deal with people, uh, you know, can mm-hmm. be misunderstood or whatever. Sure. But, oh my God, this guy was so fucking annoying. <laughs> like, I had no sympathy for him whatsoever. No. Like, it, and, you know, you're supposed to, in the movie... You're supposed to have this sympathy for him because, you know, he's misunderstood and all this stuff. He's locked in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Well, he locked himself in the bathroom oh. for one. But <clears throat> he was so fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, really? It was like, <laughs> you know what? Look, I get the fact that some people who are, like, super smart don't really have, like, the social skills they should. Sure. But I just wanted to punch this guy in the face. I mean, really? I really did. I was like, you know, this guy's an asshole. He's like yelling at his mom who won't 
because she won't put macaroni and cheese under the door of the bathroom. I'm like, really? God damn it. Okay. So I don't have a lot to say about this movie, but <laughs> it just, it annoyed the shit out of me because it's like, I think you were supposed to feel bad for this guy, but I didn't feel bad for him at all. <laughs> at all. So, well, watch the movie and see if you have more of a heart than a human. Probably you do. Because <laughs> I really don't have much of a heart. You're like the Grinch. <laughs> I know, two right? Two sizes, too small. Eh, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did want to talk a little bit about the girl with the dragon tattoo. I have not seen this, but <laughs> I have heard much about it. No, yes. So, if you don't know, if you haven't seen uh, the other film version or read a book uh, in your life... Um, <laughs> read a book in your life? Read the book. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll retweet that. <laughs> yeah. Take back. Um, <laughs> Hashtag then, take back. Then we'll go over the basics of the plot, which okay. are... Uh, the movie stars um, that dude from that... <laughs> Them James Bond movies. Um, <laughs> I love that you're so thorough about that. It's, it, it stars that dude, Daniel Craig. Okay, um, I just like giving you a hard time. And Rooney Mara, and Christopher Plummer, and Stellan Skarsgård, Jolie Richardson, I think. Yeah, so yes. the cast of wonders. Um, a lot of Europeans in this movie except for (laughs) except for yeah 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 a lot of Europeans um (laughs) okay uh, yeah I just I love how you just like sort of realize that you're like oh yeah yeah, I just never considered it noteworthy before yeah I guess there are a lot of Europeans in that movie anyway um so uh directed by David Fincher um, not a European by the way no uh and uh, it's essentially the story of this disgraced journalist who goes north uh, in Sweden to Sweden? solve a... Yeah, for sure, from <laughs> Sweden. Exactly, yeah. Um, hurdy gurdy <laughs> What's that line from? Yeah, for sure, from Sweden. I have no idea. Oh, trading cards, it's bad. Uh, I've seen that movie since I was nine. Oh, sir. you suck. Um, yeah. Um, so... Uh, to solve a 60-year-old murder, and, uh, yeah, you know, and, uh, trouble ensues. <laughs> I would assume. <laughs> uh, Rooney Mara plays his computer whiz assistant, uh, who's a bit socially awkward, uh, lesbian, and raped by her minder, because she's a ward of the state. Um, that's not a bad, pl- or that's not a good place to come from. No, <laughs> I'll tell you. And this being David Fincher, it was stylish and, and well plotting. done. I don't Ooh, hear Phil that. just gave me the look of that. <laughs> I don't wow. want to hear that kind of talk from you, sir. But yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You didn't disagree with me. I, I said yes. No, I mean, it's, it's not really. But um, I, I tell you, maybe it's because it's a little too faithful to the book in that, you know, I, 
and the story is rather well known. I mean, this is the second movie version of it. I mean, yes, the sure. first one was in Swedish, but a lot of people have still seen it. Um, because yeah, the for sure. Is. From Sweden. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm going to stop doing that. <sighs> okay, I'm not going to interrupt you. Sorry. So, um, <laughs> David Finch, yes. So, yes. it's very stylish, and, you know, Sweden looks good in the, in the snow. Um, and, uh, you know... It's suitably thrilling, blah, blah, blah. But there was just something missing, and I think maybe it's because of its familiarity, the story, the basics of the story and what have you, um, that make it like another movie version of it, you know? Really? But, um, yeah. But see, here's my question, though. Yeah. Because most people haven't seen the Swedish version. I think a lot of people have seen it. Well, I know, but in general, in general, yes. Well, you know the the general movie audience hasn't seen it. I wouldn't think. I don't know. I talked to a lot of people who I wouldn't think had, who for some reason sat down and watched a, a movie in Swedish with the English subtitles. That was the girl with the dragon tattoo. Really, a lot of people have seen all of them because they made all three books of the movie. Um, in Sweden, and that's where Numi Rapace came from. She was she played Lisbeth Salander in the originals. Well, right, but I, I mean, I guess maybe I, I don't know. I I guess maybe I thought most people really hadn't seen the Swedish versions. I think they are popular because the book was so popular. Well, sure, but I mean, um, but yeah. So anyway, that I just think it's a little familiar. I don't know that they really twisted it at all for the movie. Christopher Plummer is excellent because he's Christopher Plummer. Um, I continue to be on kind of a downward spiral with Daniel Craig. I just don't know that I like him. I don't know that he's likable. Really? Yeah, I just, I just don't think that he's got it for me. He's not there. Huh. Uh, there's, uh, for me, there's just something missing. I don't know if he's just too smarmy. Or too <laughs> a little condes- smug, yeah, condescending smug, whatever you want to say. It's just not interesting to me, and there there doesn't seem to be a second channel. It's always the same guy. You yeah. Know? Well, I don't know. I I kind of like Daniel Craig, but I mean, I can see where you're coming from. I mean, this was like, like this was just James Bond, who's all of a sudden a reporter who's trying <laughs> to solve a mystery. So you know it's the I mean? same guy, yeah. but it's just and a it, different movie. It, and and unfortunately for me, that guy isn't that interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I can see that. And you know, I, I love Stellan Skarsgård, always have, but, uh, you know, and it, there was just something missing. About it. And, uh, and there was one thing weirdly added to it, and that was <laughs> a, a weird, like, James Bond-esque credit sequence. Really? Yes. Like like this weird like girl being covered in oil, you know, or in like a throw, and you know, all this this weird I'm intrigued. <laughs> this like weird digital, totally like, you know, with Trent Reznor music looking like a James Bond movie. Um in the in the girl with the dragon tattoo. I was like, what couldn't we have just done a normal credit sequence? Because this is kind of bugging me. You know, I was like, huh. it just seemed a little weird. Weird. Well, I haven't seen it, but I will say that I do like Daniel Craig. And, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's, like, the best actor in the world. I mean, you know, 
he he's James Bond. You know, he kicks somebody's ass and then you know goes <laughs> and sleeps with the girl. But you know, I mean, <laughs> really, I, but I don't think that I would necessarily like discount him right off the bat. But you've seen it. I haven't, so... <laughs> well, you know, and, and, you know, it's not like I'm going to be like, I'm not going to see that because Daniel Craig's in it. Because I'm not one of those people. I'll be like, hey, you know, I don't really like him, but let's go see what he's done. But this just didn't seem to have... Well... All of its pieces working well. Hey, you know what? This is why we talk about movies on this uh, podcast. Exactly. 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 <laughs> so... I am going to shift gears over into Contraband. Contraband. Which, interestingly, also based on Scandinavian property. I know. I know. And that's why I shifted to that one. Um, But um, a very... uh, A very... Mark Wahlberg movie. <laughs> really? I mean, and it, you know, anymore, I can't think of that guy without thinking of the fact that he hated that guy from Saturday Night Live for doing impression of him. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, and that's kind of what I get in my head was, hey, Eagle, how are you today, Eagle? Are you looking at me, Eagle? You know, like, that's yeah. what I think of when I think of Mark Wahlberg. Now. Well, like, I just can't separate the joke from the guy anymore. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that, like... It's always brows furrowed like a little kid and that fucking high-pitched voice. Like, he always has, he always looks like he wants to know something. Like, I know. Or what? He, or like, he wants to start pouting about something. Well, but I will say this, though. Um... I actually did think that Contraband was a pretty good movie. Yeah. That's uh, what I've heard. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, it was a good movie. Um, I will say this. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, <laughs> the bad guy. We um, are on it tonight. What else yeah. is he in? You know, oh. some movies. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, the bad anyway. guy. Anyway. <laughs> you, you guys threw me are off. in for a you treat. You completely threw me you off. You guys are in for a treat tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All guns blazing. <laughs> you suck. You completely threw me off. Um, I threw you off, yeah. I don't think you were on the rails to begin with. <laughs> well... If I wasn't, then that's not your fault. It's my fault. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Let me just reset my brain real quick. It's a very interesting snow-covered world out there. I'm going to look at it. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) See, I threw you off the rails earlier, and now you're throwing me off the rails. All right, fine. <laughs> Damn it, shut up. Contraband! <laughs> okay, good movie. It was it was sort of a weird, like, I think it could have been a better, uh, it could have gotten a better re- release date, because, you know, it came out in, like, what, December? January. 
So, you know, it kind of got dumped, I think. Yeah. But, honestly, it, I think it was better than that. And it, really, I mean, it, uh, you know, it was pretty interesting. And... It, Clearly it not was interesting sort of, enough for the podcast. Oh, shut up. I'm just trying to think of I'm just trying to think of how to explain it here. It was um it was better than it sort of was like the the trailers were not really very good. Well, I, to be honest, I don't know if I ever saw a trailer for it. I saw a TV commercial for it. Well, yeah, but and that's I mean all I ever saw. Yeah. Well, but the thing is though is that like um the 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 trailers sort of made it look like this real super generic sort of heist movie or whatever. Right. And it was actually pretty good. I mean, um the 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 direction of it was was good and it was uh it was better than advertised. Good. You know I've noticed that. Either <laughs> Excuse me. I'll um, say now who's who's talking now. Um, if a movie's great, you have things to talk. We always have things to talk about. If a movie's bad, we always have things to talk about. If it's just pretty good, we rarely have anything interesting to say. About yeah, I know, it. right? It's like it's like, well, it was good. You know, I enjoyed it, and then that's yeah. where it ends. You know, because if a movie's great, you want to say why it was great. And if a movie's bad, you want to say why it was bad. <laughs> yeah. But if a movie's just, eh, pretty good, well, it's hard to find anything remarkable to say about it. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. is, It was one of those movies where it was like, it was good, but I wouldn't say it was necessarily great. Yeah. Um, it wasn't bad. Oh. Uh-huh. You know? But it, it, I mean, it was good, though. I know, yeah, yeah, I get it. I get and it was funny because... I just think it's funny listening to you like, well, it was pretty good, and well, uh, that was pretty good. You yeah, know I mean? you know, I know. There's not I, much going on from a listening perspective. I know, I know. Our <laughs> listeners are all switching off. I right know now. they're like, oh, I gotta go back to bejeweled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a match. <laughs> but really, um, and you know what? I will say, you know who loved it? My mother. Yeah, she loved that movie. Really. She loved it. Yeah. And um, she actually was like, she told me after we came out, uh-huh. came out of the movie theater, she goes, I I was, my heart was thumping and like, and don't think I'm making fun of my mom at all. At all. But she just loved that movie. All right. She thought it was the most heart-pounding movie she's seen in a in a long time, high praise. And again, Janet. and again, I am not making fun of yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she just loved that movie. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, and, and I don't know. There's something about comfort when you're watching movies. I watched a couple movies that the uh, in the past what two months that kind of are on the same vein, and uh, one was Folks uh, with two Fs. <laughs> And an exclamation point. Uh, Am I right? I, it might have an exclamation point. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> but it, it starred Roger Moore and uh, Psycho. What's his name? It just flew out of my head. Psycho. Norman Bates. 
Oh, yeah. Anthony. Um, Anthony Hopkins. Perkins. Perkins. Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> uh, Anthony Perkins and yeah, I think and who's uh, the guy? Anyway, anyway, what? Blah, 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 blah. Finish your sentences, so Phil. Anthony Perkins was the villain, and Roger Moore was the good guy, <laughs> folks, folks, and um, and uh, folks was a like um, contractor who was. Hired by the government, who like did all this like uh, I don't know like private coast guard kind of duties, and oh that's gross. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Spider. I know this is Ralphing next. Once uh, once again, um, one cameo from Spider. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, and it, you know it's an action picture from like 1981, and uh, there was just something really nice about it. it it went at a pace that I was totally comfortable with, but was yet exciting. You know, I wasn't, there's that certain kind of warm feeling I get for action movies from when I was a kid. When things weren't herky-jerky and like a mile a minute and all Michael Bay. So you're saying like no Tony Scott exactly. in this particular exactly. movie. Okay. It was just exciting, yet also had characters and was interesting. Characters? Uh, what are those? What are characters? And then I watched another movie from about a decade later, say 91, called um, Company Business with uh, Gene Hackman and Mikhail Baryshnikov. Oh, God. That's um, awful. It's not a bad movie. Not a great movie. It's not a bad movie. Um, Phil, I will fight you over this. Really? That's a horrible movie. How is it? Okay, tell me how it's horrible. Mikhail Barishnikov has no business being in a major motion picture. Why? He wasn't bad. He barely he didn't really have a hell of a lot to do. They took it pretty easy on the guy. <laughs> you know, like, you're like, well, you know, at least he didn't suck it up too bad. Right. You know, Come on. I mean, it was a pretty bad. standard Cold War thriller that was like it had to have been like the first <laughs> Cold War thriller to come out right after the Cold War ended, kind of thing. You know? Yeah, I mean? well, with a ba- ballet dancer. Oh, oh we're getting on. hung up on Barishnikov here. Yeah, you know. Um, whatever. But uh, you know, I mean, it, it just felt was like, hey, I know you. <laughs> You're fun. I remember you. <laughs> and you're just like stroking the hair on your dolly, and you're like, I know you. You're comfortable. You're not challenging at all. I like you. Amos <laughs> can't speak. Oh Jesus! But that's Christ. that's kind of how I felt okay. about both of these movies. You know, like a su- lazy Sunday afternoon, like thirty-year-old action picture. I'm like, hey, this is good. Life is good, man. I got Gene Hackman shooting people. <laughs> Roger Moore acting like James Bond when he's not James Bond anymore. I got uh, so Gene great. Hackman shooting people. <laughs> That's the best. You know, like, doing that whole Gene Hackman shtick. Oh know, my from, god! From that time period, where you're like, hey, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh my I'm god! I'm crotchety. 
<laughs> you know what she's like. Hey. I think that's going to be the uh, the caption for this particular <laughs> podcast. I'm Gene crot- Shackman who shooting people, <laughs> I'm, or I'm crotchety. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, Phil, you just killed me. Well, before we close out, okay. we did have a trailer to that we both yes watch Ed. Yes, that you were <laughs> watch Ed. That you were sadly. Remiss. I know. Not having seen before. I, I, I was I was falling behind in my trailers. Yes. And that was for Prometheus. Yes. And if you haven't seen it, go watch the trailer. It's it looks good. actually it looks very, very good. Yeah. I actually I, I hadn't seen it until tonight, but anybody out there that has not seen it should watch it. Yeah. Because it looks great. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it's kind of funny to, and and it's probably just from my vo- my viewpoint. If you haven't seen a lot of alien movies, you know, write us an email and let me know. But um, you know, because they're like, well, the the DNA of Alien is in this movie, and it's there for those who are looking for it. But that's not really what we were going for. Yeah. And watching that trailer, I'm like. Well, that's from Alien. Yeah. No kidding. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, and even but maybe it's because may, I'm, I'm thinking now, like maybe it's because it's one of my favorite movies, and I've seen it so many times that I recognize it all. But. Well, and the thing is, too, is that even I noticed that, um, yeah, and the, the trailer is set up like the trailer for Alien. Sure. Well, and even the spaceship that they find is. Uh, Shaped exactly like the spaceship that they find right. in the aliens movies. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, there you go. <laughs> you know. But yeah, I don't know. For for somebody who hasn't seen Alien, maybe give it give Prometheus a whirl and let us know if if well you uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Let us like, know. What did you trail off there I, for? I realized my statement was strange, but anyway. What? Well, if you haven't seen Alien, how can you tell us if you've seen? If you see the parallels... Well, if you haven't seen Alien and you're listening to this, go watch Alien, go watch Aliens, and then give us a... And then you a know, girl. Yeah. And then, and then go uh, watch Alien again, and then watch Prometheus. And go uh, goose your girlfriend in the um, in the uh, face sucker scene from Aliens like I did, <laughs> and get, basically got her to jump about two feet off the mattress. That was awesome, by the way. All right. <laughs> and if you have a good experience with Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, uh, Alien versus Predator, Alien... I'm or, waiting for it. Um, something or other. Oh, resurrection, you Resurrection, bitch. thank you very much. Um, give us a fucking shout out at... KenUFBI at gmail.com. Thank you very much. Our Facebook group. Can you fucking believe it? Yes. And we still actually do have the Twitter. <laughs> but we ain't tweeting. We ain't tweeting. But we much. welcome you as followers because yes. we're very, you know, we, we won't uh, add a lot to your the tweets you get. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We're probably not going <laughs> to, like, mess up your you know, Twitter I, page. I'm trying to use that stuff. You know, after I saw the Battleship trailer, I went to our little page and I made my little... No that was my that. phone that sorry. <laughs> I was like, there's a what's going on? <laughs> there's a voice calling from me. Calling for me. Exactly. Alright, you know what? I actually will 
say that I want to have one more movie no. that I'm going to do very quickly. We just closed out. I know, but all right, fine. Never mind. I'll do it next. <laughs> all right. Um, so, can you FBI gmail.com, Facebook page. That's about it. Twitter. Twatter. Um, twa- twatter. See, you, know, you make that sound so dirty. All right. It's easy to do. All right, Phil. Well, this was our 50th podcast. You feel I can't believe. I can't believe we've done like You're stuck with like 70 hours worth of Ooh. shit. Yes. That's <laughs> Not exactly. shit, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Okay, Phil. Take us out, man. Can you fucking believe it?